Hello? You play to win the game. Let's go to eat a damn snack. We're taking receipts, and I can't wait to shove it down everyone's throat when it comes around. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. And I think we're going to win this game with game manager Zach. We're not going to lean on him to, to beat him through the air. Obviously, Green Bay is having a hard time stopping the run. So let's just run it down their throats. Good old school football, close game into the fourth quarter. And then that's when we build a little breathing room. And I think I think we win this game. I'm going to three days later. A trap play inside and a beauty. Hall running free. Brees Hall inside the 10. He's going to score. Touchdown, Jets. With another big one, he's taken over. Carter now in the backfield to spell Hall. He gets in the end to Michael Carter. Just like a do it too. Cuts back. Going to run the Wildcat. Going to keep it. Stiff arms. Gary Hall looking for the end zone. What are they going to say now? It wasn't a backup quarterback this time. It wasn't the third string quarterback this time. Who was it? Was it? Who was it? it was. The two-time reigning MVP, I think. I believe that's who it was. That's Are correct. Gonna keep that's talking? correct. Are they going to keep talking, Manny? I don't you think forgot. so, sir. You forgot. It was also in Lambeau Field where Ooh. they have not lost a game back-to-back in Lambeau Field. In ten, they're 10-0 and 10 and at Lambeau Field. Under, under the new head coach, <laughs> yes. And actually, the last 15 games, I believe Aaron Rodgers was undefeated in Lambeau Field. Well, there you have it. <clears throat> I, I'm Until today. Good. Until, Until today. today. Until the Jets came and put a stop to that nonsense. How you feeling, Manny? <laughs> I'm feeling amazing. And um, I, I feel very disrespected right now because last week you wanted to call me out on my receipts. But it's funny. It's funny. Did, what did I pick for this game? Do you recall? Do you recall what I picked for this game? I feel like you were being condescending and you were trying to do the whole reverse thing. Oh, here like, we go. Like, like Garvey go. does. Here we it go. did look a little bit like you were being sarcastic. I watched that wow. video. It did look I, a wow. little sarcastic. I, I feel like he was, I like he was being sarcastic. Double dipping on us. the disrespect right now. First of all, I picked you guys to win before, and I'm just going to say it right now. I picked you guys to win this game with many valid reasons on why you guys were going to win the game, and I was right, as per the usual. Well, I feel like we did pretty good today. I mean, Zach Wilson was subpar, but I, I got to throw a couple things out there. First – First three-game win streak since 2019. Yep. Second, first time we are over 500 since 2015. I mean, after six games, that is. I mean, yeah. yeah. We, I feel like this isn't the same old Jets anymore. Are you starting to believe, Manny? Because I know you've, you've, you're a non-believer. <laughs> I got to put the Bart Scott speech on here. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny about this is... And by the way, Gunny, Gumby, thank you so much for coming back to the show. Thank you for doing hey, it on guys, so short notice. For me. I know you got very important things to do, like rubbing it in your wife's face that you guys won this game. <laughs> you already but know. <laughs> it, it, you know what? To be honest, guys, it, looking at your team, I had to scramble while I was um, – I got home and started working a bit and then watched the game on the opposite side. And watching the game, it was kind of what I talked about last week. You guys will predicate – you predicate – you'll <laughs> – this game will be predicated based on what you do well, which is play solid defense and run the rock with, with the studs that you have. Yeah. And my God, Brees saw 20 carries, 116 yards. Uh, like, the guy was a beast. And, Danny, I know at one point you texted that, oh, my God, it's all Brees Hall. But what else do you need? And, and, and to answer your initial question, are these the same old Jets? Of course they're not the same old Jets. I'm going to use a line for you, and I was going to save it for later when we talk about a different topic. 
but you are what your record says you are. And right now, you guys are two games above 500, and you're playing really good ball. And I believe, oh no, wait, the Bills won. I'm about to say, and we're tied for the for first place in the AFC. Yeah. So we, had they, the had Chiefs, they lost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the Chiefs didn't take care Freaking of it. Mahomes blew it on that interception of the last. I was mad as hell. All good. We're still game. ahead of the Dolphins, which makes me feel pretty good. Uh, we're still in the playoff pictures. I believe we're was the fifth seed as of right uh, now. Yep, right now we're the number one wild so, card seed. I, I'm feeling pretty good. I mean, before the season started, everybody was saying that the AFC West was going to have three playoff teams. The AFC <laughs> East isn't looking too bad. I, I think it's more reasonable to believe the AFC East will have three. Us, I, the, the the Bills, and the Dolphins before I, the AFC West can. I agree because the Broncos are looking like ass. Like trash, the Raiders bro. are looking like ass. Trash. I don't even remember what the other AFC East uh, West. <laughs> Chargers, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, Char- Chargers, the Chiefs. The Chiefs. The Chiefs. You already know. But the but Chargers, the Chargers are, are struggling, too. The Chargers are struggling, too. It's almost looking like freaking Justin. I mean, I know he's playing hurt right now with the, the rib issue. But, hey, like you said, right, you are what your record says you are right now. They're at, like, 500 tomorrow. They can either be 4-3 and three or 3-4. Three and four. We'll find out. But going up against the freaking uh, Broncos, something tells me they'll be 4-3. and three. So I guess it's time to get into the game. Today was awesome game. I'd like to give a shout-out to Gotham City crew and everybody that flew out there. Oh, wow. There was yeah, a whole lot a of jets bunch, over there in Lambeau Field. Bunch. You want to talk about me bringing up MetLife TakeOver? You boys did Lambeau TakeOver, and you did it in a big way. Yeah, yes. man, that was wild. You could hear the, jet, the Jets' chants through the TV and Lambeau Field. It was it was out of hand. I, Ger- it's Gary one of those v moments where you're like, there. was he? Gary V was there, too, it today. It felt yeah. so awesome. You could, you could feel – the, the energy, energy and the excitement yep. in yep. all of Jets Nation, whether they're at home or at the stadium, you know that everybody's really getting amped up behind this team because everybody believes, like, this is for real. Like, in 2018, when we started off 1-0 with Sam Darnold, you're like, okay, this is cute and all, but yep. you knew that the, the surrounding parts uh, weren't yeah. up to par. You were just How hoping okay, it last. Sam Darnold, right. <laughs> right. With Josh McCown back in, like, 2017, okay, we're, like, 3-2, and two, or I forgot what it was exactly, 3-4, and four, Okay, but this is temporary. This isn't long-term. But what we're going through right now, it feels like the start of something special. Fact. We have a young core on defense that's going to grow with us for the next few years. We have a young core on offense that's going to grow. And I guess Zach Wilson, honestly, I still think that the verdict's still out. Like, I'm still not sure about him, but I guess we can get into the game now. Um, I'll start with you, Gunny. What did you think about the game overall? Overall, I saw three parts of three facets of the game yeah. like beautifully come together. Special teams, they had they had a day to day. Got the block punt, the return for the touchdown, even freaking some of the the um the kickoffs, the returns. Braxton Barrios, the returns yep. are looking nice. So boom, special teams showed up today. That was a must. You had but to do go they get an A? I, you can't give them an A because they, no. they allowed a pump block. A lot to pump block. They're gonna get a B plus for me. They're gonna get a B like plus it. for me. I like it because it. the simple fact is you're right. That that blunt plot was just disgusting. That was, mm-hmm. I mean, he came unblocked. Unblocked. Was, unblocked. That was just you gave it away. So yes. B plus for me for the special teams. The defense, look, bro, look, bro. There was a period of time during this game, going into the mid second quarter, where they were negative in rushing yards and even at passing yards. Like they were, <laughs> they were even at passing yards, bro. This defense came the ball out today. Respect. That's an A. I'm, they got an A from me all day. Now, it would have been an A-plus had freaking our boy Sauce Gardner actually freaking had that interception. That's exactly what I was about to say. That would have been great. Crazy <laughs> that almost two weeks in a row, 
he had a crazy game-changing yes, point-scoring play. play because when they showed that replay, I was so sad because it's I was really the Packers, the, the Packers receiver's fault for not being able yes. to get his hand under the ball. 100%. Yes. But, man, that, 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 but I love yeah. his, his ball instincts. That thing popped great. up, and he was on top of it. Yeah. So what's funny was my wife and I were just the game first started. So me and the wife are standing up in the living room, and I lose my shit. I obviously lose my you shit. You tweeted right, right like, away. Oh my god! You tweeted Bro, about I it did. right away. I did right away. And then she sat there just quiet, like, and I'm like, oh, she. Mm. Seeing my wife quiet Fuck is never way. a good thing when it comes to watching football. Right. And she just kind of sat there like. Got that old, like, oh, okay, there's going to be that kind of a game. And then, of course, it came back, and, of course, she started talking because she's like, ah, nope, that shit ain't count. It's coming back. I'm like, ooh, but you were scared, though. You were scared, though. And her whole demeanor the rest of that game was, I can't talk shit. I just want to go ahead and watch. (laughs) I need to see what I'm going to see. Bro, the whole game, she was relatively quiet. And, uh, bro, I'm still – so defense, boom, definitely a freaking A. Not an A-plus because of that sauce garner, but A. The offense, look. Listen, like you said, Zach Wilson didn't need to show up today. He didn't need to. One of the things that freaking he was told when he first became a New York Jet was, listen, we don't need you to elevate this freaking organization. This organization is going to lift you up. And I I really believe Joe Douglas and Coach Sala have been men of their word when they stated that. Because today, he didn't have a good game. 10 for 18, 110 yards, that's ugly. Like I feel like we could go out there and and throw for 110 yards, right? That's, (laughs) That's ugly, bro. But then I got to step back and remind myself, like, wait a minute. He's also going up against a defense that sees this offense every single day. They, they, they run the same exact scheme as Rex. So they, they get to practice against this Solid every point. single day. And you're talking about a guy who modeled his game after Aaron Rodgers. So I think there's some credit to be given there to where the defense had their best freaking defensive game of the year. In regards no, and, to and, and also the fact that, I mean, we were talking just a couple of weeks ago when you were on here about how we thought the Packers' defense, you thought that the, the stats didn't back up what they were. Yep. But 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 they're the second-best pass-defending team. And they showed and it It looked like it today. And Jair yep. Alexander, that kid is a monster. I was like, why is Zach Wilson yeah. constantly targeting whoever he's covering? This guy is a ball hawk. Like, let's go the other way. Other way. Yeah, let's, that's it. Garrett Wilson's out of the game. I was like, that's yeah, it. That, that's Garrett it. Wilson's out of the game. Look for Corey. Look for Elijah. And oddly enough, I tweeted that out. And then the second half, they started going towards Corey Conklin. I was like, okay, maybe somebody read my tweet, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> during I, the half. I like I like Garrett Wilson. He's been a, he's been a little uh, – he's disappeared over the last couple of weeks. Yes. But one thing that frustrates me a little bit is that on third down, he tends to run routes short of the first short down marker. The, yep. And he's done that a couple of times now. And – Somebody's got to coach him up. And not just Fast. him. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson had a clear first down. And for some reason, he slid the before the first down marker. And I was oh, like, that one was pretty heinous. What about the freaking the Michael Carter uh, miss? When right there in the check down, Michael Carter was beyond the sticks with nobody around him uh, when he went to go into the end zone and almost got intercepted. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it. Bro, I lost my freaking mind when that happened. I was just <laughs> like, what are we fucking doing? Like, he was trying to play hero ball. Michael Carter in the check down was – there wasn't nobody around him for freaking 10 yards. Easy first down, reset the down yardage. We're on the eight-yard line at that particular point. But knowing Michael Carter, it wouldn't surprise me if he took that catch and turned it into a touchdown because he can make the first man miss. I Again, Zach did not pay good today. I will say this on Garrett Wilson. We need to remember, although he's freaking like lit it up the first few games, still a rookie. 
still a rookie. And still although rookie. he should know to extend those routes past the freaking first down marker, a lot of times he's thinking, boom, this play requires me to go ahead and do a five-yard in, a six-yard in, and he's just trying to stay precise to that. A little bit of an extension changes the dynamic. But Zach Wilson coming up short like that, I know there's no excuse for that. When he was rushing – but you have to keep in mind that Garrett Wilson blew up with Joe Flacco because they were passing it 50 times a game. A game. Somebody had to catch those balls. I mean, Max. Zach Wilson threw six passes in the second half. Six. Yeah. In the entire second half. Yeah. So, I mean, there's not many chances to catch balls when you're covered by the best cornerback uh, oh, on the other really opposing right team. Yeah. And you're not really passing the ball all that much either. So it was, it was a rough Elijah goal Moore's, for Zach. Y'all see Elijah Moore's tweet? No. Oh, man. All right. So he he tweeted, I think Rich Samini said something ridiculous. Like, you know what? Statistics all over the place were some of the weirdest stats that I saw today. This is me paraphrasing. He's yeah. like, some of the weirdest stats that I saw today was Elijah Moore, zero targets. You know what I'm saying? And and Elijah retweeted it. And he retweeted it. And he stated like, hey, if I if I say what I want to say, then I become that selfish guy. At the end of the day, we're winning games. It's all I ever wanted. Kind of bittersweet, but you know what I'm saying we're winning games. But I'm thinking the same thing too, right? So like, they, I mean, bro, they keep lining him up outside, which makes no sense. He did have a target, but he had no chance at the ball because Zach threw overthrew. Him. Oh, it's overthrown. But, yeah, but but maybe if it was Corey Davis, it wouldn't have been overthrown because Corey Davis is like six three, six four, six three. Yeah. Elijah Moore is like five two, five foot nine. So, like, <laughs> what are we doing? He's Danny's height. He's Danny's height. So, so let, let's right. put him in the slot. In the slot. You know, like he destroyed people at Ole Miss in the slot. Like I get it, the dude has the ability to play outside, but we don't need him to play outside. Let's I put agree. him where he could be dynamic and terrify freaking defenses. I'm, I'm. I don't think he's being utilized right. I, I think Garrett Wilson and Corey Davis are obviously the outside wide receivers. Put Elijah Moore in the slot. Let that boy do what he do. He can go ahead and create space in a freaking uh, in a, a damn freaking phone booth. You know how how frustrating that would be for a freaking slot cover guy to cover sure. Elijah Moore. I don't understand what they're thinking with that, but he's frustrated. He's frustrated. Of course, he's doing the you know what I'm saying like we're winning. I can't bitch. I get that. I respect that, but I don't blame him as well for being. He's a weapon. He's a freaking well, weapon. I think that's the issue in ha- having so many talented receivers on a team that's going to rely on the run before the pass because yep. eventually these receivers are going to get frustrated. I thought Corey Davis was going to be the one that got that was going to get frustrated honestly before anybody else. Hey, he's going to pay Davis... 60 million dollars a year. He's all right. he's not he's not upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean you have a point there. <laughs> well, Manny, I know that you said that you were looking into Quinn and Williams. Yeah, Quinn yeah. Williams had himself Ooh. a day. Yes, he, yes did. he did. But before I get to that, you know, if we were if we were uh, if we were on around the horn, let me just go back real quick. A couple of you know comments ago, if we were on around the horn, I would have been hitting that point up for you, Gumby, because those those three facets that you went over, offense, defense, special teams, dude, all the points you hit were all on point plus that. So you'd definitely be in the lead right now. But I want to talk about real quick about the special teams because you guys did bring it up. Brandon Mann had himself 268 yards punting the ball. But this time I didn't see that there was, a, again, I had to watch it real quick. And maybe you guys give me some feedback on it before we start talking about Quentin Williams having himself a day because he definitely did. Boy, he's a man child. Yeah. Um, but 268 yards through the air, but didn't pin the Green Bay Packers. Didn't need to, but didn't pin the Green Bay Packers at all in the 20. 
No. What 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 was I missing here? I am also shocked by that. I saw that stat on the back end, and I did not. I was like two sixty. Really? How are you guys I, punting from your own one yard uh, from your own one over and over again? Well, in the first half, in the first we, half, we did. Yeah. We, we weren't getting into the, the Packers no. side of the side of the field very often. It, it, we, okay. our we had, I think, take I think we had three punts in the thirty, like in our, in our thirty and in. Like it was bad. Like it, the, <laughs> that that okay. offense so, did not get going at all. So the the, first. Se- the second point to, to that. Uh, Greg Zerline, two of three, special teams, knocked in all the extra points. Danny, I know you were killing him a few weeks ago for missing those easy ones. But let's talk about – a bunch last year, huh? Let's talk about your Zach Wilson game manager message there for one second. You're right. It didn't look great. But the fact is he didn't need to look great because, mm-hmm. like you said, Joe Douglas and Rob Sala are basically putting this kid in a position to succeed. Defense, running the rock, when we need you, we'll let you know. So I I look at his numbers. Yeah, they look like first half stats. You're like, all right, what did he do in the second half? But like you said, he only threw the rock six times. Danny, for the most part, like you said, the the passing defense is big because even though Michael Carter didn't have a big game as far as running the rock, usually he's pretty good coming out the backfield, one catch, six yards. Um, Brees Hall, two catches, five yards. So they were doing a solid job shutting the passing game. So it's like, all right, you're going to put that much emphasis on stopping the Zach Wilson in this plethora of solid wide receivers from get going let me tell you Brees hall we've been mentioning like when is this coming when is this coming he had obviously his come out game against us a, a couple games ago but dude he we're finally seeing what you wanted to see from Brees hall yeah um <laughs> Facts. with zach wilson i remember last week fireman ed was on here and he said he didn't like when i said that i wanted zach wilson to be a game manager this year yeah and, but I, I don't mean that in a bad way yeah when i say i want him to be a game manager i don't think he's there yet he's not there where i, I want him to throw the ball 30 35 times and for the offense to just rely on his um on his production i want him to be a game manager as in if it's third and seven i can count on him to get a first down but let's keep going with the with the run game Let's get those bootlegs. Let's get those play actions. I, I, I know he has the arm. I know he's getting the head. It's getting there. But I want to keep relying on the run game. I keep comparing it to the 2009 Jets. Yes. When Mark Sanchez was a rookie, I think Fireman had thought that I was comparing him to Mark Sanchez. That's not necessarily yes, you were. what I was doing. Correct, correct, I, correct. I, I'm, I was more given the example of the way they were playing. The, the play Mark style. Sanchez the play style. Was, was balling when he had, when he had to. Nobody talks about those throws and those touchdown passes that he had in the t- in the, those playoff runs. He, yeah. If you look back, he had some great throws, but nobody remembers that because we were so run heavy. It was Grounded defense hand. and the running game, and then Mark Sanchez would do what he had to when he when he had to when it was time. And, Zach, was time. Yeah, and I think Zach Wilson will be able to do that. So I kind of want to follow that same uh, that formula. same game plan, that same yeah. formula. Thank you, that same formula. So the 2009 Jets, I want to go and do the same thing. You can't stop Brees Hall. You can't stop Michael Carter. And Zach Wilson will convert when he needs to. Look, we were we were stagnant at one point in the second half. And all it took was one long, what, 40, 45-yard pass to Corey Davis? 45-yard throw to Corey Davis. Opened it right back up. That's all we needed. Got right into the end zone. And then, boom, Bryce Hall went back to work. I'm sorry, Brees Hall. So, ahead, talking about that because – and, again, we're going to – we're going to keep talking about it. We don't have to spend too much time on this one player. But what we saw from Sauce coming out of college, he's definitely – dude, he's proving everybody right up as far as how special this kid was going to be. I think he might already be a top five corner in the league. And I know that yeah. that's 
That's no, almost he, blasphemous he because he's only six games in. But Correct. statistically, statistically, no, no, so, yeah, he's he number one. Yeah, statistically, right now, he's yeah. number one. But I don't want to say that because he's still a rookie only six games in. But statistically, he's already number one. So I would put him in the top five to ten already. Yeah, and I'm with you. he looks really special. But the, getting back to your original question on how the Williams brothers looked, and by the way, Jets fan, I did not know they were brothers. I figured they were just both Williams. But my wife Williams, didn't either. She she found out today yeah. as well. <laughs> so Quentin Williams, 14 total tackles, eight solo by himself. Big brother Quentin Williams, five tackles, four solos, two big um sacks. Two sacks. sacks. Yeah. Let me Three tell you, QB hits, one block field goal. Keep it going. Yeah, Keep going, dude, Manny. It, it, it's. I looked at that stat line again, not knowing they were brothers. But if you want to talk about an excited household after this game, the Williams oh, brothers yeah. definitely showed up. Gunny, talk about it. Look, listen, Quincy coming back. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I was the first to say we didn't need to kind of rush him back because that injury to his ankle or foot. I thought he was out for the season. Facts. So for me, I was I was like, man, why is he being rushed back? Quan's been playing pretty good ball. Like, we don't need to rush him back, man. Let's get this. He's a big hitter. We wanted him to be healthy because ultimately it was a blessing that it wasn't a worse injury. But damn, the first hit he had into the back in the backfield against freaking, I think it was AJ Dillon. My Oof. God. No, it was it was uh, Aaron Jones. I'm talking about yes. picked him up, drove him into the ground. I was like, he's back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he just kept going and going and going. Quentin Williams couldn't be blocked. Couldn't be blocked yeah. the whole game. He was yeah. getting after Aaron Rodgers the whole time. Double teams didn't matter. Couldn't be stopped. The one time he got stopped is when he got poked in the eye, right? And, and even at the – it's funny because he got poked in the eye, which like slowed him down a little bit. He was already five yards in the backfield yes, he was. <laughs> when it happened. Like, those boys are both going to get contracts this year. They're both mm -hmm. going to – Quentin Williams, I don't, give a, I don't give a damn, bro. Give that man what he wants. Danny well, I said during the preseason – in preseason, uh, preseason episode, I said Quinn Williams has to eat this year. He yeah. has to because this is this is a contract year. If he ever played his ass off, it was going to be this year, and he is making his money. Danny, I want your two cents on this next subject before we go. We started talking about we've obviously talked about the positive, so I guess it's kind of lean into that right now. We talk good. Let's talk about the let, let's talk about the better. And I want your I want your pinpoint on this. Leading into this game, even leading into the season, and even when we had Gunny on. One of the things is, who the hell is Aaron Rodgers going to throw the ball to? Can you please tell me from a defensive standpoint, and again, we're, I'm nitpicking here because we need to talk about some form of bad and ugly. How did Robert Tunyon, 10 catches, 90 yards, Alan Lazard, 4 catches, 76 yards, are, were those garbage time stats? Or at, at, for the most part, did you did you guys have him no, locked down? No, no, no. Look, you can't keep Aaron Rodgers locked down a full game. Facts. I feel – Randall Cobb didn't do anything. No, he didn't. Tight end. Tunyon, no. Tunyon, he, he got he balled out because, yeah, I mean, we we couldn't guard everybody. I, I guess, no, right. you know? impossible, impossible. But, no. but but Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. It's not it's not a surprise that he's the, the two time defending MVP right now. MVP. So yeah. he got the ball out. This kid what was it Lazard, Lazard, Lizard, Lazard, Alan Lazard, Alan Lazard. I mean, he had a couple catches on DJ Reed, and I think that on TD as well. Right, so look, we did a great job locking down Aaron Rodgers for what Aaron Rodgers usually does. Facts. He put up ten points. His receivers got what they were going to get because Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry, you're not going to keep him under hundred yards. He's going to get. Yeah, his and yards. It, and if you saw the the throws, they were beautiful, tight window. You couldn't have asked for better coverage throws. Like I was saying, there, there was one I, I got on the left sideline, bro. He just dropped it into it was like hands between double coverage, and it was like, oh, God, that's beautiful. And all you can do is be like, 
that's a you that's Aaron Rodgers. That. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. You can't you can't guard that. <laughs> so Danny, besides besides obviously you can't stop him. What were some of your takeaways when it's when you have to pick something bad? I, ugly, I, I, no, it's easy. I, I'm I'm sick and tired of the dumb penalties. Okay, talk on it. Unsportsmanlike those late hits. Jordan Whitehead again. Even though it was going to be a penalty on Sosa anyway for for uh, for holding, Jordan Whitehead comes in late and hits the, the receiver for, with the shoulders to the head for absolutely no reason. He wasn't going to catch the ball. It was already deflected. Sauce had already made a play on it, and he got a 15-yard penalty on that. And I believe it was third down. Gave him a first down. Like Again, it was going to be a first down anyway because Sauce got called for, for holding. But like those are such dumb penalties. And, I, Gunny, you tell me. There was an unsportsmanlike conduct that went, that took it from a punt to a first down for the a Packers. First down, bro. And supposedly they called it on the Jets' bench. And I still don't know. What exactly it was that happened that caused that flag? Are we are we talking stumblegate here? No, I don't no. Know what so, it was. No, nobody knows. Nobody knows because I I nobody went I it. went back and I did the I watched the replay throughout the day and I'm still like what yeah. the fuck? What they called a unsportsmanlike conduct after the punt was done. Punt was already done. They had already pretty much stopped them coming off wow. the field. Uh, then the flag came out of nowhere. And then I'm like I'm watching. Even my wife was like. I don't know what the fuck y'all just did, but I'll take 15 <laughs> Good. Like, Good. Bro, she was like, what? And then it comes out later on I on on, on Twitter. Wow. On Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I saw somebody says a 15-yard penalty on, on, on the bench. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? What ref is on the sideline listening to the freaking players talk? That made no sense to me. And But to, to, to I kind of want to cap out a little bit, man. Like, I will say this. The penalties suck, right? They, they do suck. Yeah. There's no if, ands, or buts. But – you can't tell me you didn't see when our boys got into the backfield to get after Aaron Rodgers and they hit him, boom, hands went up. I, I was like, Quentin Williams did it twice. Hit, hit Aaron Rodgers, boom, hands went up, rolled up. After, they did not want to put any kind of hit on that, that dude. That is true. That is yeah, true. That because you can't touch Tom Brady, you can't touch Aaron Rodgers. But yep, because he did it. that, he was looking for the ref instead of looking for the ball, and he exactly. didn't jump on a loose ball. Exactly. So, and so right. There's pros and cons, but you're right. That that is true. But I guess I'm just tired of our safeties. Even though they're yeah, playing yeah, better, yeah. they still piss me off. I mean, we're talking about five penalties for sixty something yards, and it it was all on the safeties today. Like that's that's after saying a lot. Took, after we took the seventeen ten lead, the Packers were coming down, and we had two penalties on third down, which yep. gave them first down. Place. And yeah. it's like, come on, man. Like, this is the Packers. This is Aaron Rodgers. You can't give them extra chances. Now, luckily, our defense came to play, and it didn't matter. But you but can't still, do that. Look, no. if he still had Devontae Adams, we might have had to pay for that. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> yes, if he oh. had a true number one receiver, I'm pretty positive we would have paid for that. Nah, well, sauce he would have been lost in the sauce. Yeah. <laughs> so I do appreciate that you guys were able to be honest about what you what you saw was bad and ugly. But one thing, Danny, that you texted me about before we, we were putting our show sheet together, and I'm dying to know and hear both of your thoughts on this. You said one of the things <laughs> one of the things you wanted to nitpick on was accountability, which I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. I think that's that's very big a part of the game. But how can we talk about not running enough with the day that Brees Hall had? Please, Bro, please in, elaborate. In, in the first half, let me start off, Gunny, and then I'll and I'll and I'll, I'll leave it to you. We're out. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. In the first half, the passing game isn't working. It's where the second. I'm sorry. The second quarter is about to end. Like 30 seconds left. It's third and one. How do we do a bootleg and throw it to the sideline 
when you have Brees Hall back there. So it's third and one. Show your face, okay. Gunny. They don't do that. So they go fourth and one, and they decide to punt. We're at like the 50-yard line. We have Brees Hall, who is averaging like 5.5 yards to carry up until that point. He can get you one yard. Trust yeah. the animal that is Brees Hall to get you one yard. You're at the 50-yard line. So what happens? They go for it, a pass instead of running it on third and one. And then on fourth and one, instead of going for it, F it. Brees Hall is eating yards. We punted. And the Packers come down in those 30 seconds. Tied and they tie the game with the field goal. That was infuriating. So Go ahead, Gunny. Uh, I, I, I would say before Gunny, you give it to me. So I'm assuming, Gunny, for you, offensive play calling, and I get it. It's gonna happen. Like sometimes you're gonna think, oh, we're like, oh, if you if you have somebody analytic or those analytic experts in your ear, you're like on 31, they're gonna expect run. Maybe we catch them by surprise and do that. But are, are you on Danny's boat? You think we, you guys? I almost said we. It is I not heard that. It is coming <laughs> over. It is oh, not he's coming. Weak. He's coming on this side. <laughs> but do you think they were not running the ball enough, or just when you had the moment to run the ball, they weren't doing it? Because again, watching just the type of day that he had, I think you guys were running the rock enough. I I'm gonna go with Danny on this one, man. I think in the okay. first in the first half, I the the same thing he just brought up. I was gonna bring up as to like my bad as well. Like that up to that point, it was actually six point two yards. 6.2 yards a touch. Brees Hall was getting. He was going to get you six yards. That's you, that boy I good. Lost, or I even lost half my... of that, you get your first down. Yeah, you're Sorry. good. Even you're half good. of that, you get your first down. Go ahead. So to me, I'm like, I understand we're trying to be, like you said, analytical. Let's catch him off guard right now. Maybe get a big play out of it. And I understand. I can understand that. I get it. But God damn it. We could you can talk a... about science all you want, but oh, this you... is man versus this... man. One exactly. Guard. And Brees was beating that man every day, all day. And and I think a lot of it had I think it was a little bit of the floor little little brother the floor was like man I'm gonna go ahead and get my big brother right here I'm gonna get him with this freaking I think he was trying to do too much Solid at point. some point to at some point today it wasn't about the Jets versus the Packers it was maybe mm-hmm. brother the floor trying to outdo his big brother the floor with freaking unnecessary over creativeness when what was working was working and why are we giving them a chance to stay in the game and obviously. Somebody said to him in the second half or during the halftime, like, hey, LaFleur, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> We're, look, I understand. <laughs> Your brother's across the way. You want to go ahead and prove? Let's prove something by actually winning the game. Because in the second half, that wasn't a question. Like you said, six times they threw the ball in the second half. It wasn't in question. They were like, they can't stop this guy. They can't stop Breach. Let's just keep feeding him. But, man, you said it beautifully. I, I, I sat there, like, wondering why. Why are we, why are we throwing the ball and throwing in one I thought we want to keep Aaron Rodgers on the sideline. Isn't that the smart gameplay here? Let's keep – even if we run it and don't get it, you know what? Clock is still running. Why are we throwing in completions and stopping the clock? And sure and, enough, and like he, he said, we paid for right it. Back we down. paid for we it. We did. 30 yep, seconds. Right back down. 30 yep. seconds. Field goal. Tied it up. And that could have been a – you know what? The old Jets, that would have been a momentum shift. That would have been more like, oh, man, bro. I'm, I'm a battered fan because once that happened, I was like, fuck. I got, Here we go. I got quiet. We just, let, we just let Aaron Rodgers, you know, kind of get that, that, all that mojo again. going. Yeah. At that point, it was 0-0 again. He's like, okay, boom, new game. <laughs> and I don't exactly. want to play Aaron Rodgers, you know what I'm saying, thinking that, okay, it's a new game. I'm still in it. I don't want that. Run the ball. And that to me, man, blew it. And again, I still believe that it was LaFleur trying to go ahead, outthink his big brother LaFleur to go ahead and prove something. That's what I think that was. 
All right, fair enough. So I, I definitely do like that. And before we even move on to, to Broncos week, which I know both of you are very excited to look at Ooh. just because of how terrible the Broncos are looking. But it goes back to my initial comment, Danny, that your record, you are what your record says you are. So when when you propose this to- talking point, and Gunny, I'll start with you. At four and two, are you for real? The better question is that if you're – let's go outside the fan best for a second, right? Let's not talk about Dolphin haters – um, let's not talk about Bills haters, Patriots haters that are within the division. Let's look at it as as bipartisan as we can. Okay. As bipartisan as we can. At four and two, how can you say that your team is not real? Again, you're beating who's put in front of you. Everybody's doing that, right? right? You beat what's in front of you no matter how good or bad they are. Your defense is looking super solid. Sauce is looking great. Brees Hall is looking like the man you knew he was going to be when you drafted him. Yep. How could there still be a question from an outside perspective? Again, not hating. That you ask Gunny at four and two, are we for real? I I know exactly where we're going to go with this. It's going to be the quarterback position. Everyone that's looking in the, from the outside looking in are going to say, okay, well their defense is legit, their running yeah. game is legit, yeah. their coach seems to have got the pulse of the team. That's legit for sure. But Zach Wilson, unfortunately, even though we know like you know he could have gotten two touchdowns this past game, he didn't get two touchdowns this past game, right? Like they fell short and it became rushing touchdowns. I think it's going to be looked at on Zach Wilson. Like, can this, like you said, when called upon, can he legitimately carry this team? Unfortunately, we did it against the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? But everyone's going to tell you, like, does it really matter? It was against their freaking uh, second string, whatever quarterback. Like, that comeback might not hold enough water, as beautiful as it was in the fourth quarter. The question is going to be, can he do it consistently, right? And I think right now the consistency piece is what's going to ultimately be, if I'm on the outside looking in, I'm going to try to find ways to force the quarterback to beat me. What about if, you? If I'm, what about you personally? Like when you look at this record, have I get the quarterback uh, um, disagreement that if you're an outside looking in, you're like, all right, but Zach Wilson, he really hasn't proven anything. I get that. But Trent Dilfer has also won a Super Bowl ring before. I'm just going to, I'm just going to say that. But as the New York Jets fan, when you look mm-hmm. at it, I don't think there's an asterisk by your four and two record. I think that you guys are playing great mm-hmm. ball even with the limitations of your yeah. quarterback. Right. So I'm, I'm with you there, 100%. Like being somebody who watches this team, watches this game, and I've seen bad football with them before and seeing what I've seen this year, it's not about like winning these games. It's how we're winning these games. These guys are playing a full 60 minutes. They're, yes. they're, I, I've not seen that in a lo- since Rex Ryan. I have not seen a Jets football team play a full 60 minutes. I, I've been a big believer in, in Coach Salah. Eh. I like that. I knew he was gonna do that. <laughs> I knew he was gonna do that. It was, it was, it was a good, it was a good year, right? I think, I think we can enjoy that. It was probably a, a, a it was, it was like one of the, you know how you got those like ebbs and flows, ebbs and flows, and you get a random spike that yes. just doesn't make sense. Right. That was 2015. That was, if we're being okay. honest, that I was know. 2015. I, I thought that that team was gonna go far in the playoffs if we made it with with Eric Deckard and Brandon Marshall and Fitzpatrick had a rabbit's ass fuller up his ass that year. I, I, that year. So disappointed with that that last week against the the Bills, Danny. Before we move on to Broncos week, so we so we could definitely get Gunny to his chicken wings and rubbing in his white face, oh, like shit. I said, a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let, let's do this real quick, Danny. Again, give me your Jets perspective as a fan that four and two record and what you per, do. You kind of are you? Well, jumping well you on told Gunny? me not. You told me not to bring up other fans and other teams. F that. Right. The, Dolph- the Dolphin fans were saying, "Oh, you guys would have lost if Teddy would have played the whole game." You know okay. what? Today during halftime, all not I me, saw was Dolphins Twitter. Not me, by the way. Oh, yeah, not, can not, we not, not get Skyler Thompson back in there? 
Teddy sucks. Let's get Skylar Thompson back in there. <laughs> what happened? I thought that you guys would have won with Teddy if Teddy would have played. Oh, now you want Skylar Thompson. Oh, Kenny Pickett, we beat Kenny Pickett. Oh, Kenny Pickett sucks. Guess who Kenny Pickett beat today? He beat Tom Brady. Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky no. beat Tom Brady. No. Stop it. Mr. No, 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 no. Beat Tom Brady. Stop that. You stop that. Yo, Pickett was lighting them up at will. Bro, I, my brother was in this room watching that game. I heard every single time he was celebrating because he was there were making moves. So so don't don't give me any of this BS. And to add to that, you know who's undefeated this year? Zach Wilson. Thank you very much. He is three and oh. We haven't lost with Zach Wilson behind center. So yes, we are for real. Yes, we're gonna go and whoop the Broncos ass. Yes, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I don't care. Broncos ass next year, next week. And we're gonna be six and two. That's right. I said it. I don't give a fuck. Damn. I said this. I said this. I tweeted out freaking today. I said my freaking bold take, right? Like if we beat the freaking Packers today, that we were going to be in the conversation for the playoffs in December. There was no fans or buts. We're fighting for that, that, that freaking wild card spot. If we get into the playoffs and win game one, I'm calling it now. The New York Jets are going to be playing in the AFC championship. Jesus Christ. I, I thought I was getting my help. I was getting ahead of myself with saying six and two. I'm this guy's you. talking about the, the AFC championship already. Let, let, let yep. me tell you something. I was in my seat as my game is going so amazing. I, I'm I'm at Hard Rock Stadium. I'm watching my team. You should see how how good our game was. That I was on Twitter. Okay, so that's what Gunny said. Okay, that's, what Gunny, <laughs> that's, how, that's how entertaining my game was. But let's talk about it, Gunny. Broncos week is coming up. As of right now, they're a three-point favorite, of course, because they're just at That's home. Fine. Yep, they're gonna, they're gonna. It's I think when they when they scored that low, uh, three a three-point favorite, it's because they're at home and it's a yeah. push game. The expert, the experts don't know who to pick yet, but even the ESPN predictor, it's basically 50-50. It's fifty-three yep. to forty-five. But Gunny, I'll start with you because Danny, you already jumped the gun. Like both of you are jumping going. Once predicting AFC Championship game, the ones, are, the other ones are already picking a dub. But don't put that on me. I am not predicting anything like that. All I want to do is be in the hunt in December. That's all I yes. want. So Gunny, going into this game against Russell Wilson, who's looked, God, he's looked bad. God, I, I don't want to be this guy. I don't want to say it was all Pete Carroll. I refuse to say that it was all Pete Carroll. But again. Your ex-boy, Geno Smith, looking pretty looking solid good. in Seattle right now. <laughs> Just want to really throw that good. out there, guys. For you, Russell Wilson. Geno Smith is looking pretty good in that offense, but let's talk about it, Gunny. You're going up. You're going to be at Mile High Stadium. I'm sorry. I know it's called something else, but that's what I grew up. Mile High yeah, Stadium. Same here. Mile High. You're, you're going to be in that atmosphere. You know, what is it, Danny? Like 50,000 feet above fucking sea level or uh, something yeah, like that. 50,000. I think it's like but besides what, ridiculous. You, besides what you just did to Aaron Rodgers and that offense gunning, give me your take. You, be, I know what you're going with, but where do you see your weakness? If you had to pick one, where's your 5,000 feet, by the way? If, <laughs> I added a he couple of zeros. You said 50. Uh, I, added yeah, zero. That's right. I added a couple of zeros. So <laughs> if you have to pick a weakness, and I'm putting you on the spot, if you have to pick the weakness, what are you even slightly worried about heading into this game? Look at that. He can't even pick one. He's like, <laughs> Against the Broncos? I, right. Against the Broncos. I'm struggling, man. I, yeah. I, I, I I'm had to struggling. put you on the spot. <laughs> if I had to pick a weakness, penalties. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Penalties. Okay. If, if we can play disciplined football and not keep putting the ball back in the other team's hands unnecessarily, 
I think this is going to be a definitive Jets win. And that's going to be one that I think is going to smack a lot of people in the face because the the roster of the Broncos is a very talented roster. Russell Wilson can't figure out how to operate those guys and work with them, but they got talented running backs, talented wide receivers. He's he's the actual weak link, which is a benefit because our freaking defensive line can get to him. He's holding on to the ball way too long. And sure. I think our DBs can go ahead and match up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Throw those guys down. So the, the weak point right now for them is, um, oddly enough, Russell Wilson. And that's going to be a benefit because our boys are hungry and they're they're on full attack mode trying to get to the quarterback. And that's so going to be give, a huge benefit. Let's give you a, a follow-up so you could go ahead and get to your chicken wings. When you're picking this, when you're getting, when you're picking this game, right? Like, because I want you to pick it now. When you're picking this game, and yes, Russell Wilson is the X factor right now. You're like, what Russell Wilson are we getting? Are we getting Seattle Russell because he hasn't showed up so far through six weeks of the NFL? Five weeks because he's placed tomorrow night. Correct. I apologize, but I, I, I was already, I'm already ahead of myself. I think he's gonna have another bad game. He, um, he will because because it, it's a divisional game. That's the only reason I'm. I, it's that. Uh, but pick this game. Are you thinking that it's going to be close or you think it's going to look a lot like it looked it looked today? So I'll say this, that defense of, of the Broncos is no joke. Uh, I think yeah. they're top five like overall in the league right now. So I think that's going to be a hell of a matchup right now. And they're good against the run and the pass. So the yeah. defense is the only thing that's have kept the Broncos relevant in anything thus far this year. So I don't believe it's going to be a blowout. I think this is this team is more evenly matched to go ahead and make it difficult for us. But I think our defense is going to be an X factor in terms of turnovers. I think our defense is going to probably get two interceptions this game only because Russell Wilson's mindset right now is I suck. Everybody hates me. I need to go ahead and do something to get out of this funk. And he might take an opportunity to go ahead and throw some, you know what I'm saying, unprecedented freaking throws into the wrong direction. I think that might be the ultimate X factor. But, uh, yeah, I think for us right now, that defense is something I'm concerned about. It's not going to be a blowout game. It's going to be a close game still. It's going to be mostly a defensive game, though. Okay. Hey, Danny, so I could finish this. Finish. By the way, I didn't get your score, Gunny. What do you think the, the score would be before I put my point in there? It's going to be 14-10, New York Jets. Okay. So, Danny – I, I, again, I've picked most correct games so far, so let me give you my two cents. Because the outside perspective is that Zach Wilson is the X factor on your team. That that like that's your question mark. The Broncos are allowing 15 points per game. There, and when it comes to stopping the run, they are doing a pretty good job for them. So even if you wanted to put alleviate the pressure off of Zach Wilson's shoulders, this is going to be the game to do it because they're solid all around. And by that, I mean the Denver Broncos. But, Danny, this upcoming week, I want to lean towards the Broncos and for a few factors here. So I think the Broncos will win this game. It's a similar score to what Gunny was just saying. I think it's going to be a 16-13 game, 13-10 game, just because Russell Wilson hasn't shown that he could be high-powered on this offense. But my thing is, I think they're going to stack the box against Brees Hall. I think they're going to make your quarterback try to beat them and – like Gunny said, I think there might be a couple turnovers through the air. I don't think Brees Hall is going to – I don't think Brees Hall will be the reason why you lose this game. He's going to do what he can to try to keep you in the game, and so will your Jets defense. But from my perspective, I think you guys lose this game. But, again, it, not just, it won't be a blemish because you lost this game because you guys are on such a good hot streak right now. But I think if you lose this game, it will be because of Zach Wilson and not any other point that, that's your defense – or that's your running right. backs. I, that's what my knowledge is. But go ahead, bro. Finish this out. What do you think? I, I already know you said they're going to win, but I, I want to hear the Yeah, rest but, you know, it, oddly enough, I felt more confident in the Packers game than I do in this one. 
I kind of wish I could have seen the the Broncos and the Chargers game tomorrow night before I said what I think the game's going to be. Fair enough. I kind of want to watch the Broncos for a full game. They they had a one point game where they lost to the Seahawks, and they had a one point game where they beat the Niners by a point. So yeah. those games have been closely contested. Their defense is no joke. Correct. So with the Packers, I felt confident because I didn't think they could stop the run. I can't rely on that with uh, Brees Hall this game because their defense is so good and their their run defense. I just don't trust their offense. I don't think the Broncos have a good offense. They obviously have they averaging fifteen points a game. Yeah. So. The way our defense has looked, I think we're going to win this game on the defense, and kind of like we did today. Um, it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be ugly. Uh, I think our defense might get gassed at some point because of the altitude. We're not used to playing in that altitude. So I think that's going to be a challenge also. But I do think we squeak out a close game. I'm going to say 14-10. I like it. I like it. And that, I, I'm glad that you, even though you're like, fuck, we're going to win this game. I'm glad you stuck to that and you gave me some feedback to it. But alas, I think that if you guys are going to leave with anything, you leave with the fact that you kept, Rob Sala definitely kept his receipts. You guys yeah. were playing great ball. And dude, I, I'd pick this game. I probably picked you guys to win if you guys were at home. But because of those factors that they're going to make Zach Wilson be that X factor to beat them, I don't think he can yet. And I think that's why you guys ultimately lose. Before we sign off, Manny, real quick, yeah. I ask you every week, are you finally taking the Jets seriously as being in the hunt in December? Because every you, week I ask you and every week you tell me, not yet. I, I think that this will probably c- come back and bite me in the ass later. Um, if you guys find a way to pull this game off against the Denver Broncos in Denver, and even if Zach – Somehow, married. I don't care if he throws three picks and you guys still end up winning the game. If if you guys pull this out, Danny, I think your wish is going to come true, and you guys are definitely going to be in the hunt in December. And you know what? I think you'll well, be fight. You'll be fighting for one of those higher wild card spots, kind of like where you are now. I think you guys may end up being. If you keep playing this type of football, I think you end up being that fifth seed in in the playoffs. Come playoff time, Ooh, you have to remember that. Respect before the season, we were thinking, but. but we have our bye week, week 10. So the first nine games, everybody was like, let's go three and six, four and five. And then the second half of the schedule, it's relatively easy. Not easy, but yeah, obviously it's smoother. Soft, it's soft, smoother. It's smoother. football. So, yeah. Right, yeah, exactly. So it's softer. But if we win this weekend, we're going to have five wins already within the first seven games. With the softer side of the schedule being in the second half of the year. Yeah. I mean, after this week, I can't imagine absolutely anybody saying that we don't have a chance to make the playoffs. At that point, I'm thinking, you know what, Bills? Watch your back. Yeah, and and, and again, we'll go ahead and and cut it off there, but you're absolutely right. You keep playing this type of football. You know I've never been that type of hater, but I don't see how you don't make the rest of the world on notice with another dub. But yeah, Danny – that, those are my two cents for this week's episode, man. Lead us out. Much appreciated again, Gunny Gumby, for joining us. Uh, of course. Again, he live streams every Tuesday night, 8 o'clock, Twitter and IG. Taco Tuesday. NY Jets, Taco NY Tuesday Jets with Gunny. Underscore S-I-T-R-E-P. Thank you for joining us. Celebrating another – most people are going to probably be listening to this on Victory Monday. So, Victory Monday. And uh, yeah. we'll catch you next time so we can celebrate a 5-2 and two start. Let's go.